Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello. Welcome to the Real Housewives of Rewatch. I'm Sue Funk, and I'm here with Danielle from Brands by Bravo. Yeah, yeah. And today we're doing two episodes in one because yes. season five, episode five, and season five, episode six of Roni are just not a lot of meat on that. <laughs> I wonder like when they're editing at this point, especially too, because we're on season five. Do these editors know like, man, this is nothing, but we have to deliver episodes mean they kind of have to right i mean i I do think that they're weaving a storyline like the storylines pushed ahead a little but very little yeah i mean if i hear one more time about how ramona's not invited to london and is so offended that this person she's met five times didn't invite her and that heather talks so much like then she goes into like she just always keeps making fun of heather talking too much but like everyone she's with is like, man, Ramona's really talking a lot about somebody else talking a lot. Yep. So, so yeah, we were comboing the episodes because we don't want to bore you. And it would be pretty boring if we did these as two separate ones. You know, we're just being honest be like here. Two seconds long because it would yeah. just be like, I don't want to know about Luann's fertility freaking journey. Yep. And to to set it up, the boringness, not the boringness, but how to tell you, explain. Guess where they meet in the first scene? At a park. Central Park, right? Central Park. Great. We've never done that. Oh, my God. It just feels like, will no one let you in their restaurants? Is that what's happening? Because what? Why are they in the park so much this season? I don't know if I ever realized how often they meet in Central Park. Right? I feel like that's that was an old Rowney thing. I feel like they don't do that as much. Yeah. We so- never see their homes. Like, in the way that... And I think that wasn't really prevalent how much the homes of these women was so irrelevant compared to the other housewife seasons mm-hmm. until it was the COVID season because they couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. And we were in their apartments and we were like, blah. But like the way that like Beverly Hills is always in their house, Jersey's always in the house. 
And I think that was one of the the later seasons problem of co- the COVID season is that Leah's apartment is the size of a New York City apartment. Yeah. It wasn't like grandiose. It was just like, oh, and we are in the kitchen, living room, dining room, bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Like we have yet to see Carol's inside of her apartment. We have. Oh, that's true. Saw a bit of Aviva's. No clue where Heather lives. Ramona's we haven't seen in a long time. Very true. Lou doesn't even live in the city. Nope. We see her. We see the Hamptons houses. Yeah. That we do the city places. But it's also Wait. difficult oh. to. Oh, what? Sorry. So sorry. Before I forget, speaking of people who don't live in the city, Tinsley got married. <laughs> Tinsley Mortimer got married. Who we'll meet later in our rewatch journey. She's also from a WB reality show back in the day. Yep. She, I'm so happy. She seems like she's settled down and has a really lovely life. Oh, she's three stepchildren, it seems, which like, you know, all she wanted was like a family. And I'm just so, so happy for, I miss her. I loved her on Roni and I cannot wait for the Tinsley times because I really enjoyed her. Um, But yeah, I'm really happy for her. Yeah, I think it's great. And I think she got kids. I mean, they're not hers, but they're stepchildren. And I think that's just as wonderful. And you can have just as much as an impact on a child's life as a step mother or father. Yeah. So So yeah, Aviva and Heather meet in the park. And all they do is discuss the same thing they have of Aviva being too scared to travel. And that they didn't invite Ramona to London. Like, that's it. Yeah, and like Aviva's going like leaning in on like not leaving anyone out, and that's annoying. Um, because that's gonna be like the whole thing is like you can't leave anyone out. And even Sonia later is just like everyone learns that like sometimes you're not invited to everything. Mm-hmm. Um we see Lou and her acupuncture journey for fertility. Okay, so, what was most surprising to me though on this was that she said they have been trying for a year. But then I noticed that. But then she also says that she's been on prenatal vitamins for two years. So I'm like, how long have you been trying for this? Yeah, that was that was interesting. Um, I know a lot of people take prenatal before they're even starting to try to get pregnant because it just helps like raise your hormones and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. I actually did acupuncture when I was pregnant for the last like five weeks and I loved it. It was the first time I'd ever done acupuncture. I did while I was pregnant, while, not while trying to get pregnant, but I loved it. Um, though it was very difficult. You have to lay still with the needles in you and I have a baby inside of me kicking and <laughs> like I'm trying to like not move. And when you lay down, sometimes the baby goes like nuts and I would be like laying there and she would be like going nuts and I would have to like not move for 20 minutes. So that was that was difficult. That sounds like some sort of like fear factor challenge. <laughs> Not acupuncture. It wasn't painful. There was a few times where they hit a few spots. But like that I was trying like, to stay still while something's kicking you from inside. <laughs> yeah. Like they would do stim. I started doing it because I was having like a lot of back pain. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was part of the reason I started it. And like they would do this stimulator thing on you, but I credit my acupuncture as part of the reasons for my very quick delivery. So that and raspberry leaf tea. Yeah, I've heard great things about acupuncture for pregnant women. Um, helped a lot of my friends go into labor. Yeah. Um, so that's it. 
I mean, I guess if Luana had been trying for a year, that was quite shocking information. At least, at least to me, that was the only thing that well, was because like, in what? the beginning of the season, we're like sold this bill of goods, like, oh my god, I just told Jack I'm gonna give him a baby, and then it's like, oh, we've been trying forever. Yeah, like, and I don't know. She doesn't seem like a person who would have a baby not married. Are you saying that she's not a good mother, Danielle? Sorry, I was just <laughs> handling Ramona. No, she um, just seems traditional in yeah. her. Or is this just another one of her, like, hypocritical thing? No, well, I don't think she would know, judge in people. Europe, it's very European. Yeah, like, I don't think she would be the type, like, you know, I don't think she would judge people for however they chose to have a family. But I don't, like, I was just surprised that that's something that she would be okay with having not. But maybe she doesn't want to get married again because of, like, she'll lose alimony or something. Oh, I'm sure. So I could also see that as like, uh, we can't get married till the kids are a certain age because then I'll lose my spousal support. Yep. So then we go to Heather who takes her son to the doctor. And can I just say her son, he's seven. He is so cute. And I need to know what he looks like now. Oh, I think I don't remember. I know he's doing well. But he is like stunningly beautiful for a child. Yeah. I guess like, these big blue eyes. I don't. Blue, I, I, don't I just thought he was. So, he just was like a ca- like a captivating kid to look at. I just thought he was so cute. Like I'm gonna be honest. I fast forwarded through that scene. There was nothing. There was nothing there. It, it's also heartbreaking. Like that. Like all the medical stuff that she has to do for her son. Like it's sad. And I was like, and I know all of it. I've watched it before. Yeah. So I was like, I don't really want to get bummed out. Like, and I know he's okay now. Yeah. And the good news, it seemed to be that when he turned seven, it was like, she was just saying that like, there's myriad of things that can go wrong before they turn seven. So the fact that he made it here and these things didn't go wrong, it's like, okay, we no longer have to worry about that. Yeah. So that was like the nice part of, of the scene. Um, and then they were just talking about how like it was winter and he did a lot better this winter than last winter in terms of like getting sick of like colds and flu and all of that which stuff. is amazing because children are just germ farms i'm so scared that lick for each daycare. other i am oh. you have no it derek and i both got flu and covid vaccines and i'm yeah. i'm uh i feel like i'm gonna be sick every day from the day she starts to get very scared <laughs> oh well the power of positive thinking is real yeah i know derek Derek tells me to not worry about it till it happens but i'm worried um Uh, (laughs) anyway uh we get to uh aviva meeting up with sonia and um she asks if for the fight with her and ramona at the end of the last episode was a real fight or not thought that was a good question and she Sonia says the thing that I said she said earlier about you're just not going to get invited to every party and then um Aviva asks her to throw her party for her uh it's her five-year anniversary her but it's literally like r- the day they return from England but Sonia's like fine because she has three interns at all times helping her also uh, like it felt so producery set up. Like, in what world would Aviva ever ask this new friend Sonia to throw an anniversary party for her? Oh, and Aviva's horrible at acting. I don't think that was what she was going for. But man, she was just like, and I thought, who else to cater and do this? But Sonia, please don't do my hors d'oeuvres in a toaster oven. Yeah, it was it was very obvious that Sonia was like, I want to get into party planning like that's going to be my storyline this year. And this was their way to 
to make that happen. Yeah, it it's very obvious. But um, we also then go to a Sonia scene where she's in the townhouse and we find out that she's one of the few that's unmatchable on eHarmony. Which that that happened to me when I was in my early twenties. I think they were just like, "You're not serious about relationships." What? Yeah, if you're That's like not serious enough, because it's like uber Christian, and I feel like they're like asking you pre cana questions. Like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Fun was... fact: I have never online dated. Is it fun? It's fun for you. I guess fun for me. <laughs> well, I would say it just feels more like surprising because I feel most people have done it. Like that's a good like. Never have I ever. True. But you've been with Derek so long. You met him in college. It's not like. Oh That's what I'm God, saying. We're in the, that one. Yeah. We're the rare people who met in, in real life. Yes. People will write about you in textbooks. <laughs> <laughs> people used to do this thing called meet in person. Back in my day. Do you know what's shocking though about like the online stuff? So like. Like the fact that college kids are on there. Mm-hmm. because when I worked at a school, they were like telling me they were on it. And I was like, if you cannot meet a person when you are in college to hook up with and date, you are doing college wrong. Like, why are you on a dating site? Go to a party, go to a bar. You're all looking for the same thing. I couldn't believe it when they were like showing me their profiles. I was like, why are you on Tinder? I mean, because their whole lives have, has always been through social media i guess it just was so it was so like i didn't think it since they were wee babes i know it was just very <laughs> surprising to me that that they were on there because i like yelled at them i was like get off your phone and speak to someone in your class that you think is cute like <laughs> well carol did that at a party and that's how she ended up on her date with the men's fa- wear fashion designer who is 31 and was bragging that he's going to help dress Rick Perry, who is a Republican, who Carol immediately like went into anaphylactic shock. Do you so know it was nice to know that she was like really into this stuff really early on? Yes. <laughs> Questions. You don't watch Summer House. You don't know who Payment is, do you? I I'm, I dip my toe in and out of Summer House. People sleeping in beds. Payman dated Lindsay Hubbard. No. On the show. Yes. What? Mind yep, I think it was season four. Like he is in numerous episodes. They dated. Everyone knows who Lindsay Hubbard is now. If you know Bravo News, because Carl uh, infamously called in the cameras to call off their di- f- fucking not divorce their wedding like two weeks before it happened yeah well no it was supposed to happen oh my god today i think their wedding was supposed to be today oh, november 13th wow. but um but the whole thing with summer house though that's annoying with the carl Lindsay is i don't really think there's teams and i don't hate carl i hate that he called the cameras based on her recollection recollection of what happened because she just like went into it mm-hmm. and it's annoying that people want to be like team so or so because to me it's like not that type of situation like I just yeah. feel bad for Lindsay and I just want her to be happy and clearly this was not the relationship but I'm not like Carl's the worst person you know they're trying to relate it to like Sandoval's type thing and I'm like Carl's no. definitely not that person I and- think that they're like the thing is is like Sandoval is the end of like 
shitty breakups and like when he goes on shows and he's like i don't understand why i i everybody cheats it's horrible it's like no you cheated with your girlfriend's best friend like even in small towns if nobody knew you everyone would still think that you were the dickhead yeah (laughs) but carl it's like the only thing he keeps saying and i think he was on uh captain lee's podcast which is coming out soon so i'm interested to no it was taken down because he like said too much (gasps) damn it well Lindsay did a really good job and i have a summary on my page if anyone wants to read it of her side but or maybe carl just keeps saying like oh you just gotta watch the season and i'm very interested because Lindsay's like i thought we had a fun summer so i'm very interested to see like did carl film scenes with other people telling them stuff that he wasn't telling her and that's why he's saying wait till you watch the season i think it's very interesting that she said that that was his first serious relationship as an adult very interesting i think that like honestly makes me understand carl more like i'm like kind of more team carl like i don't again you're right it's not really teams it's a sad thing like it's team mariana because sandoval cheated on her with her best friend yeah like this is just like oh team like i hope everybody ends up okay yeah for both for all of it still you know but i just is hilarious that carol so carol's date happened before he dated Lindsay. in the timeline of the bravo universe this happened first and i actually think on summer house i can't remember if someone made the connection or if they literally showed like that he dated carol on on summer house like they might have gone to to a clip of that i don't i don't remember there's there's something there it's like the least chemistry ever yes and like we've seen carol do really good at flirting and i feel like she's not even trying she's just like "Mm, all right my favorite thing that carol says is that she says she likes to date people who are her age somewhere between 37 and 45 I did appreciate that as well. But then I was like, mm, but then you dated Adam and wasn't he in his 20s? Yeah. I, I don't like, judge her for dating Adam. I just am pointing out based on what she said. Oh, no, it's totally like, man, you're going to look back. We're all going to look back and point at you for this one. Yeah. Um, But I think that's really just a lesson in never say never. Yes. Agree. You know? uh, uh, so then Ramona and Carol meet up before they're supposed to do this group shopping thing. and With Heather. Yeah, with Heather. And Carol tells Ramona about being a princess. And Ramona near, she plotzes. <laughs> As a word my mother is Yiddish for like, she falls over. She's plots. Like, she can't even believe. <laughs> she is so excited because she is like, F. Luann, Carol's a gosh darn princess. And Ramona's downright giddy that this will make Luann feel shitty. And it is just, that that sentence alone explains everything about Luann. So I mean Ramona. She a princess. Because her husband was a prince. He was a prince? Yeah. By what way? I feel like I need some lineage. I mean, come on, royal family girl, you got to know this. I know. I just don't remember. The Radswells. Well, the Radswells there's I like I Isn't say there a just... connection to Jack? There's the Ken- Kennedy connection. I mean, that's just Camelot, baby. <laughs> that's not um, real royalty. But yeah, no, because I think he... Anthony, her husband, was a Swiss-born American. He's the son of oh Bouvier and nephew of Jacqueline Kennedy. Yes. Oh, he was born in Switzerland. 
Yeah, I think it's his papa. Oh, okay, he's the son of Lee Radswell, who is the younger sister of Jacqueline Kennedy. And his father, it's a Polish, Polish Lithuanian noble family. And he's a descendant okay. of King Frederick William I of Prussia. All right. So a Prussian princess. Yeah. It just, it's interesting because like even on his Wikipedia, it doesn't say like prince, you know? Well, I don't think they were like active. No. No. I don't think there was like an active Prussian following for them. Yeah. But yeah. So his (laughs) mother is the younger sister of Jacqueline Kennedy. Got it. Forgot all that. But yeah, Ramona is just beside herself about this. Yeah, she really is just so excited about it. And um, that's basically how Carol gets off the whole her and Heather, like Ramona and Heather not liking each other. Because she's like, I tried to offer advice. Ramona won't listen. So, like, I'm just going to change the subject. Um. So then they go shopping and first it's Heather and Aviva and Heather does this thing that I think is so rude. And it's funny that then Aviva is in her confession and agrees with me. Heather just like calls out to the people in the shop, like, look at her leg. Can you believe she has a prosthetic? And I think that is so rude to do. And then Aviva basically in her interview was like, I know what she was trying to do, but I did not like that she did that. And I agreed. Yeah, she really tokenized her as my one-legged friend. Look at this leg. And and it happens later on with Ramona, too. Um, But I think that might be next episode because we're almost at the end of this one already. Well, it feels like one of those things, like, I can talk about my leg, but you can't talk about my leg. Like, I can say bad things about my mother, but you can't say bad things about my mother. (laughs) But it's also something, yeah, like, you should let someone tell that part of themselves themselves yeah um i'm sure i've probably done something similar to somebody but like just not knowing and being excited about this random fact you know what it is i think my friend who's a doctor hates when i tell people that she's a doctor she's like people are gonna start fucking asking me shit like people treat you different i was like what what am i supposed to say yeah just like did she just say she works in the medical field like say i work in the bronx that's what my sister it's does. So, it's so she ephemeral. Always, yeah, <laughs> like, my sister always just says, oh, I work in the medical field. And then unless people like really push because she's a registered dietitian. So yeah. the second people hear that, they go, don't judge me. I'm eating a brownie or say like super weird, annoying things like that to her. Oh, and yeah. I hear it all the time. And she goes, I don't give a fuck if you eat a brownie. Like, <laughs> like people do the I same eat thing a brownie. People do the same thing when I say I work in social media. They'll be like, I hate social media. And I'm like, cool. Like... <laughs> So do I. <laughs> yeah, I used to say that when I worked for National Geographic Channel. Oh my god, that's so cool! I'm like, I stare at a blank wall all day, and I work in ad sales and make powerpoints. I'm like, not, it's not great. Yeah. I mean, there was a few fun things, but overall, yeah. you're not, not going. To, you're not going on safari. No, that's for sure what they thought was happening, and I'm like, oh for nope. sure. Nope, I literally stare at a wall in my cubicle, and then the president one day thought it was sad, so he hung a painting for me, and that was my office. <laughs> <laughs> He literally walked by one day and looks at me and goes, you want something to look at? I was like, that'd be nice. And he hung up a painting for me. 
Dude, that sounds like you're a fish in a fishbowl. It's like, well, we put her in a castle. <laughs> like- Literally, that's what it was. Like, it was the wor- probably one of my worst <laughs> desks I've ever had. I was oh, like wow. off alone in like a hallway. They like built this like on the side. It was terrible. I hated that office setup. Sounds very isolating. Yeah, thirty first floor. Oof. But I didn't see a window, so I worked on the forty fifth floor in Times Square of like. 1480 like Times Square or whatever and it was they gave me the window seat because I was the new person they thought that that would be the nice thing to do and I am terrified of heights and it's floor to ceiling windows and I just sat there like taking like fucking Xanax to get to work yeah I can't say I loved being on the 31st floor we were I was like 46 and uh six it was where they filmed Fox and Friends. Oh, what yeah. an interesting morning show. That, uh, by the way, <laughs> this morning I just posted that this is my nine-year anniversary of running into Andy Cohen outside of my building because he was filming Fox and Friends to promote his book. And I oh, was at wow. the coffee cart and he was standing next to me and I stood there frozen and silent. And then another coworker saw him and he goes, Andy Cohen, my wife loves you. Can I get a photo? And so Andy took the picture with him. So then I was like, can, can I get a photo too? And he was like, absolutely. And he was like, are you buying my book? I was like, I, I already did. And it was like, fl- I was shaken for the entire day. Like I could not believe it. I saw him on the streets of New York. That is a pretty amazing run in i love that you got a signature of the book and you were like already read it i'm yeah there was a lot of people that i ran into gene simmons held the door open for me one day um once i was in the elevator with rupert murdoch but i did not make eye contact with him um that sounds smart yeah i feel Um, like he's like um like a death eater bill (laughs) o'reilly i saw once another death eater um yeah (laughs) luckily this was uh pre-2016 so it was pretty like chill at the time when I was there. Like it was normal yeah. Fox. It wasn't crazy Fox. <laughs> um, so I don't even, like Fox this... news, Ramona, <laughs> Ramona, uh, still butthurt at uh, the shopping thing. She shows up after Heather just makes a spectacle of Aviva, and um, they like. They kind of just flitter about and then finally they're like, oh, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. And they just both go back I'm so I'm so over Same it. Same like, fight that we talked about last night, last time. Yeah. Um, then while Carol is there, she gets a call that her show is being like auctioned to be a TV show or it might be a TV show. So yeah. she gets so excited and she runs back in. And also she's been saying she's been working on this book for four years. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy. But so she runs back in to tell the ladies about this. And Ramona um, immediately goes, well, my Pinot Grigio is going to be in Target. It was so funny that everyone just looks at her like, really? They're in absolute shock (laughs) that this is her response. I'm in shock. I couldn't believe that was what she said. It, like I can, she's a lunatic. I can totally believe that she would try and steal someone's thunder right out of their hands. Um, but yeah, that was the end of the episode. Um, so before we do episode six, also I wanted to—I forgot—I don't even think I texted you about this—to mention Ooh. last week we had discussed a quote from Andy Cohen that he had said he wanted to bring Diana from 
Real Housewives of Beverly yeah, Hills back. We were duped. It was a fake yep. quote. He never said it. And Diana deleted her Instagram. So clearing well, Andy's name. Of but that. the interesting thing is, is that um, certain members of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills were all on favor for this fake quote. Yeah. So and we were all duped. I mean, that's like the scary part of the internet, though. Like this person didn't make any part of the post seem like a joke. So no. I don't appreciate them making that because you could be sued for like libel almost. I feel like if you put out something like that, um, it, it wasn't an obvious, this wasn't actually said moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, I but mean, yeah, before we do episode six, I thought of that and I meant to text you that once, once we found. Yeah. Found it's that very out. true that we should give Andy his flowers that he did not want to bring Diane Jenkins, the dark web mistress yeah back. <laughs> i can't imagine being someone like famous and then just constantly seeing yourself like misquoted or things how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Made up. Like, I can't imagine. So- Shall we jump in to episode six? Yeah, episode six. Okay, basically, the first 20 minutes is like, we're in London, which they go right there. We don't see them fly, we don't see them pack. They are just in London for the weekend for a long weekend. Yep. And then Heather's at a company meeting and it goes right to the lady shopping, which I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? More more shopping and park meetups. Like, I don't, we just watched them (laughs) shop last week. Why are we shopping again? That's the most exciting thing. They're in London. And the most exciting thing they could do is go shopping. This is in Paris. Like, and I thought it was an odd choice for them to do. And it seems like they're even shopped out because Lou and Sonia are, like, doing improv. Sonia's like, everything's so fucking expensive here. Yeah. Um, Like, nobody really seems to have, like, a want to actually get anything. No. They're just, like in stores in england and um we walk by carol's old house when yeah, she I guess was carol in, in in london after uh anthony passed away um and it is a really nice scene to see her get a little more like serious and emotional yeah um she just talks about how hard it was to start dating after he passed how it's different than divorce how people treat you differently 
um, you know, and, and just, it was nice to see her be serious. Cause we hadn't like, we know that side of her from the later stuff, but it was nice to see that. And I'm sure the ladies for once did not like interrupt. Sony didn't say no one went up to her. They were very, they were very respectful Mm -hmm. of like, okay, this is where you lived. And then you were, you came here and then you ended up in a relationship that was very much like a rebound, what it sounded like. Yeah. Um, And then also she says a line of um, when Anthony and my friends passed away and oh yeah i just felt that was very like not telling but they literally died within two months of each other he jfk died july 16th and her husband died august 4th that's actually that's, a month apart i can totally see being like i've got to get the fuck out of this that country is horrifying to lose you like all I, of your friends all your entire support network the three people that are closest to you in your life. And That's Anthony was so very sad. sick too. So like, yeah, who even knows? Like, like he was, her husband was the best man in the wedding of JFK yeah. and Carol. Like, and, and yeah. uh, she was already married to him when they, when JFK got married, like JFK Jr. Just they, and they all lived in New York together. I mean, I just can't just i what a what a i kind of want to read her book because i can't even imagine i was thinking the same thing i was like i do kind of want to read her book but i also think a lot about like wow she's really come a long way and they often talk about how carol's like so mellow but i think this is why like i feel like she's been through shit and she's just like this doesn't matter (laughs) like yeah no i i agree Um, i agree because it doesn't matter uh, uh, and Lou says something. She's amazed that they've never met. And oh, Carol's yeah. kind of starting to show some cracks of like, I don't think I really like Luann. But but not enough to be like arguing with her. Just kind of like, yeah, you're so meh. Like I'm not a fan of 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 this. Yeah, Which we know definitely... they later don't fight. And I wonder if this is like a build up to to a oh, lot of for sure. Like, like I more, think, yeah. Like, Carol's not the type to fight just to fight. I feel like she's just like, whatever, I'll put up with you, but I don't really like you. And then I feel like until it, like, gets to a boiling point. I think Lou's one-upping and societal, um, like, heightened graces, like, a thousand little, like, hits in the face. And then she's just like, I can't anymore. I Mm -hmm. tell you to shut the fuck up. (laughs) So then we go to Heather's work dinner. Uh, which is at the old house of Dior, which I'm like, why is there a house of Dior in London? But uh, was it just like the shopping place? Like it was, it confused me a little. I didn't really know what they meant by that. Um, but Heather, Dior. there are all these like salespeople that Heather works with. So Heather stands up and says, she wants everyone to stand up, red flag number one, introduce <laughs> themselves and say why they love yummy. And I'm just like, is this, that would have annoyed me. Like really stand up. Like, but also like, declaring your love for a brand is like a little culty <laughs> yeah so then sonia is so funny she's like we flew in on the red eye this morning i'm starving and i'm tired and now i have to listen to all these sales people talk like yeah where's where's my food um and then to me the only interesting part or maybe the only reason i wish they did this was one of the men there stands up and he oh, goes yeah. When he introduces himself, he goes, I heard you guys have a princess on the show. Darling, I'm the queen. And I was shocked that they left that in. Oh, I lo- 
Why would no, they not let, leave us? Because he that? said the word show. Uh, of the fourth wall. He pointed out, we are here filming a show. Like, that was just surprising to me that I, not, I heard we have a princess in the room. I heard we have a princess in the crowd. Yeah. He said, on the show. And I was like, but it is Bravo. They're going to keep a sassy gay man in. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't, ch- again, I, I love the like, it was the great. line and all of that. But <laughs> I just was like, you left them, say- they never say the word show no. on the show, yeah. you know? Well, They're a little and, better at fourth wall breaking now, but that back yeah. then, never, never. Um, so that was pretty much the whole dinner. Yeah, nothing right? happened at the dinner. Um, um and we go back to New York. Oh, we do for Ramona and the learning annex. Oh yeah, and you know that what was- it is that Ramona? The only thing in this scene, she. Often is it wrong in her opinions of things? It's very much her delivery and bluntness. So like she's going to do this presentation, right? So she's in these, there's two high chairs, like tall, like bar stools, and then a very low table with her wine and a water on it. And Mm -hmm. I agree it was wrong because she goes, how am I supposed to reach the water while I'm talking? Because you can't, it's too low. Yeah. She wants them to bring a higher table, but she's so rude in the way that she asks for things. Why it's didn't unbelievable. She it was going to be such a short table. I would have brought my own table. You said you had like suitable furniture. Why isn't there suitable? Like, girl, like. It's you, frustrating because I'm like, you yeah. would be like, you're correct. You are correct. This is the wrong setup. But why are you so effing rude to everyone all the time? Because that's who she is. I know. It's, it's really ridiculous. Also, Danielle. She grew up in a really bad house. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just have to do that. <laughs> Did you know Ramona grew up in an abusive household? <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. Um, but it's just she says it so much. She says it so We're much. We're not our past, people. Oh, yeah. Um, so then we go, like, oh, and she also is upset that they didn't put her photo on the directional signage, which I also was like, it's the learning annex. Right? I know. It was a really janky sign, though. Again, she's not wrong. It literally looked like someone just used Times New Roman and printed it out on a white piece of paper to put up a sign. Yes, but as Heather told us last week, they advertise next to the garbage. I know. This was a very, like, lowbrow-looking event, for sure. Um, and I don't think that anyone was coming to learn. Like, everyone was just like, oh, my God, we're in the same room as Ramona. Definitely. A hundred percent. Especially if it was like a free event or something. Yeah. And this is well before any of them were doing tours or things like they do now where you can, like, have more access to see them. Yeah. So um, Heather has an interview on TV. And a very interesting thing about London or England, rules of TV, she can only say the name of her brand once. And Carol is dying. Carol's like, this is going to be a real challenge. But she actually does it. But then it's funny because she she says yummy and she says tummy, but yep. not together. And Carol's like, is she going to get fined for that? Like, it's, you know, and I was like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Uh, but the only thing she says on the interview that made me go, what the hell is she talking about? She goes, cinch in that waist and you're a 100% woman. And I just wanted to barf uh, when she said that. Yeah. They later on, they decide not to go out and there's another part in the hotel room with the ladies talking about yummy. That made me feel gross. Oh, I don't know if I wrote that down, but yeah, they do high tea. That's it. Yeah. That's like the next activity in London. 
uh, Ramona and Aviva go to dinner and they talk about the same exact things that they've been talking about. Um, and that they also go shoe shopping. And Ramona is a dick about Aviva's leg when they're shoe shopping. <laughs> like She's just like, what? Oh my god. It looks so real. It's like artwork. It's like, oof. Yeah. And then at the dinner, Aviva and Ramona have their husbands with them. And actually, I forgot this was really good. Reed asks Ramona, do you have these problems with other women? Ramona says (laughs) no. And Mario says presently. (laughs) And that was really funny. It really was great. Reed gave me the ick, though, because he kept saying that Heather was must be jealous. And that's why she's fighting with Ramona. And I'm like, Reed. And I appreciate because Ramona was like, I don't think that's it. Like she numerous yeah. times was like, I don't, what is, she? no, it's not jealous. Like they were trying to come up with like things she'd be jealous of, but it's like Heather's married, Heather has kids, Heather has a job and a company, she, equal things to Ramona. Like yeah. what would she be jealous of? So I was glad at least Ramona didn't continue that narrative, but it was kind of ick of Reed. Um, speaking of ick, back in London, this is where they say that you can never have too much boob and bust, but you've got to have a small waist. It's all about your hip to waist ratio. Um, That's what makes you attractive. And I was just like, whatever, I'm built like a butterball. I still think I'm attractive. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't like that. I don't know if I remember. Sonia is throwing shade about Luann wanting a baby because she's like, you're going to skip marriage and go straight to the baby carriage which i thought was funny <laughs> uh then let's see oh i just they're just having a girl's night like really nothing yeah. crazy happened yeah they like they use a camera of like one of those kodak cameras and or polaroid cameras and heather's like i love using them because i'm friends with the person who like bob sega who owns polaroid and i was just like that was a real out of nowhere name drop yeah Uh, um, also um they kept telling her she looked like groucho marx and i definitely had no idea who that was and i had to google it no really yeah i didn't know to be fair, he was like a 1920s. But it's like, he's historical roots of comedy. Listen, the name like, was familiar, but I had no idea what he looked like to say, like, uh, you okay. looked like him. Well, and she didn't really look totally like him. No, she was giving more Harry Carey with those glasses. Also, uh, <laughs> Lou calls Heather gangsta chic and oh, says God. that I should make a new song called gangsta chic and i was like i'm really glad that we did not get that one agree yeah heather says yo a few times yeah they play a sex question game and it's would you sleep with somebody you weren't attracted to to get a wish and they're all like yeah yeah i think every woman would say (laughs) yes to that yeah, you could get whatever wish you want. You could wish to forget having sex with that person. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to waste the wish on that. No, I know. But I'm just saying, like, it's just, I don't know. It's uh, It was a no-brainer. Yeah. And that was really the crux of the both episodes. Yeah. Let's hope this season picks up. I had higher hopes for it, but it's a little bah humbug. I will say I like the 
interactions when we do get them hanging out. Like we said, like the London thing was fun and, you know, the, the house learning about the house, like right now, what's interesting is I feel like my favorite parts are Carol. Yes. So season one, Carol is giving season one. Heather is talking a lot. Uh, I'm not liking her as much as I remember, but I think I remember it was like polarizing that I liked her. So I think this is the season that next season Lou is just a friend of. Oh, I could see that though. Because I feel like they're like, Lou, you gave us the same fake pregnancy story that Ramona tried. Like, this is so boring. Mm -hmm. Because she really, really has nothing going on. Ramona's just getting into fights with people left and right. And Aviva is um, paranoid and has her fake leg that people are kind of shitty about. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. It's basically season five in a nutshell so far. So hopefully more things happen. I mean, I think that there's a crazy, another crazy trip though. Probably. The trips are always where New York shines. So I don't remember where they go, but we'll find out. Isn't this season? Calm down. I think so. I think so. So I I feel like we have probably like 10 more episodes till then. Because it's not the, it's not the pirate. No. And be cool, don't be all uncool and Heather ripping up and that's not this season, I don't think. I don't I feel like that's like season seven. We'll find out. Yeah, we're gonna watch what happens and um watch what happens not live. Yeah. (laughs) Um, is there anything else from the Bravo sphere that you wanted to talk about before we say goodbye? Yeah, I'm I'm topped out. I'm I'm loving Married to Medicine this season. Phaedra Park's edition is great. The new person that they've also added, which is one of the... So one woman, her she's no longer married to medicine. Her name is Quad. Mm-hmm. But she's still on the show because she's very vivacious. She's amazing, Quad. Yeah. So Quad's ex-husband is now back with a new woman named Sweet Tea. And she is like miss new york of like reality tv like the second coming like she's got that energy she's like no one's tiffany pollard she's amazing but she is giving such a great energy i really even if you've never watched married to medicine i just watched all of this the the whole series i think you could come in in this season and really understand them still and have a fun time some people are and i hope so and i promise one day i will go back and finish it it's worth it, man. I know, I know. These women Time have is... real conversations on camera that are so intelligent. We're not getting fights like, you talk too much, you talk too much, you talk too much, you talk too much. Right? I mean, I loved it when I watched the first two seasons. It was like I was in the groove and then they took it off YouTube TV and it was before I got Peacock. And so, yeah, I got to I gotta get on it. Well, when you do, you let me know. But first you have to get Martha's real <laughs> Summer House Martha's Vineyard. I know. Well, Bravo's putting out too much new content right now. They're taking up my every day. I can barely keep up with that. So I I don't know where to fit it in. You'll find a way. I believe in you, Danielle. The time will come. The time will come. (laughs) All right. Well, that's it for us. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.